Fetch. Listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's Nardward, a human serviette here, filling in for Frank's Rumble Tone Radio. Today on the Nardward, a human serviette radio show, Rumble Tone Edition, an interview with Jamina Pearl, who's playing with the Cribs this coming Sunday, as well as. An interview I did a few years ago with Jay Riotard. An interview in honor of Jay Riotard, who passed away about two weeks ago today. Right now, to prepare you for Jamina Pearl, ex of Be Your Own Pet, here is some Jamina Pearl from her brand new CD on Ecstatic Peace Records. The track is Nashville Shores, all about a Nashville water park. And at about 4.30, Jamina will be phoning into the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show Live. So if you have any questions for Jamina, 604-822-247, 604-UBC-CITR, or you can also tweet at Nardwar.com or email Nardwar at Nardwar.com. And before that, we're going to have, as I mentioned, an older interview I did with Jay Riotard, all on CITR. FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here's Jamina Pearl.
And you're still listening to CITR Radio, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And Rumble Tone Radio special fill-in with me, Nardwar, the human serviette. You just heard right there, Be Your Own Pet with Bunk Trunk Skunk. And before that, Be Your Own Pet with Fire Department. And before that, Jamina Pearl with Nashville Shores. And Jamina Pearl was in Be Your Own Pet. And Jamina Pearl will be phoning in to the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show about 4.30 here today on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show Rumble Tone Fill-In Edition. Coming up right now, something also kind of related to the Be Your Own Pet empire. Some of the members of Be Your Own Pet went on to the fabulous band, the Turbo Fruits. So some Turbo Fruits on the Nardwarty Human Serviette Radio Show, then an interview with Jay Riotard, and then a live interview with Jamina Pearl from the Jamina Pearl Experience, who is playing this Sunday with the Cribs at the venue in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Here are the Turbo Fruits with the song Mama's Mad Cause I Fried My Brain!
Edible fruits with Mama's Mad Cause I Fried My Brain. Coming up, an interview with Jamina Pearl at 4.30 and an interview before that with Jay Riotard. Rest in peace. Right now, here's something by Jamina Pearl. It's a song that she does with Iggy Pop. And right after that, we're going to play the brand new Iggy Pop as well. So here's Jamina Pearl featuring Iggy Pop with I Hate People. And right after that, a selection from Iggy Pop's brand new CD on CITR, FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. the turbo fruits so much I played them twice well not quite twice the same song but twice but here is some Jemina Pearl with Iggy
career I got a dirty nose I don't want no shoes I don't want no clothes I'm living Like the king of the dogs I got a piece of meat In between my teeth I'll bite your throat If you move on me I'm sovereign the king of the dogs Hold out life will pull you pull a cancer I don't need even own a pair of pants I'm a dancer baby Listening to WFMU East Orange and CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And it's time right now for the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show. Yes, coming at you live from Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and WFMU East Orange, WFMU Mount Hope. Today on the Nardwar, the Human Serviette Radio Show, an interview with Jamina Pearl. That's coming up in about half an hour. If you have any questions for Jamina, 604-822-2487. That's 604-UBC-CITR. Or you can email nardwar at nardwar.com. Or you can post on the wfmu.org org Nardwar show page and leave a comment and I can ask Jamina what you want me to ask her. Or as I mentioned, email Nardwar at Nardwar.com or tweet at Nardwar. So many different possibilities. Before an interview that we are going to be doing in about half an hour with Jamina Pearl, right now, here is an interview I did with Jay Riotard a few years ago. And I'm playing this in honor of Jay Riotard, who died about two weeks ago today. This goes out to you, Jay 
Riotard. Here's Jay Riotard with Painted Shut and in an interview with Jay Riotard. Rest in peace, Jay Riotard. Amazing tunes. Here's Jay Riotard on WFMU, Mount Hope and CITR, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. you i'm jay the retard hello jay welcome to vancouver british columbia canada thanks hey jay are you still into smashing disco balls um no no they they get too expensive um i stopped i stole i smashed the last uh, disco ball i smashed was the empty bottles in chicago's and i stopped from there so explain a bit about this you had a habit of smashing disco balls what did you do what do you see from the stage when you're performing (laughs) well it it, it originated from um in europe as soon as a punk show ends i was i was just really pissed me off when i was first time i went over there i was probably like 17 or 18 as soon as the punk show ends a disco ball comes down and this euro disco music comes on and i thought well you can't have a disco without a disco ball so you know i I, I kill you kill the ball you kill the party but somehow they still listen to their music and afterwards but it was i don't know i guess that's where it came from and it was an expensive habit but you're doing better now you're earning more money so can you afford to break more disco balls most venues we're playing and now don't have them so we'll see next you've destroyed them on your first time through yeah, yeah, maybe so. Actually, you're playing bigger venues now, so you kind of destroyed them in the first time through. The ceilings, I can't reach the ceilings in these venues now, so that might be a problem. Before, we were playing in places where I could I could definitely slam dunk the disco ball off the ceiling. But, you know, this place, uh, I don't know, the ceiling's a bit too high. And, Jay Retard, speaking of buildings and touring and stuff, did you really clean toilets at a while? Yeah, totally. Um, I worked for a company called Two Chicks and a Broom. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, was that like enviro-friendly toilet cleaning? Yes, yes. We were a uh, environmentally friendly company. Um, I used a lot of vinegar and um, lemon juice to clean things. 
So were you, you know, assigned to do the toilets? How did that happen? Two chicks in a broom and Jay retard. Well, I, I just needed money. Um, you, uh, yeah, you don't, you don't necessarily get it. You have to clean the whole house. So, you know, you get to make the people's beds, pick up their panties, clean their toilets, everything. So you get very close to these people. So it wasn't just specifically toilets then? No, no, not specifically toilets. Um, anything, you know. Jay Retard, you guys took a lot of greyhounds to gigs, didn't you? How many greyhounds did you take to gigs? Um, plenty. I guess the first tour I did, I took a lot of greyhounds. Um, I don't even know how many. I guess if there's frequent flyer miles on the greyhound, I would I would have a free trip to uh, somewhere. You know? That's pretty awesome taking a greyhound to a gig. Was it just you? How did that work? What about the rest of the band? And who was the band at that time? Um, the band at that time was this guy Rich Crook and um this other guy named uh, Steve Albundy. Um, what do you mean? Like did they take the Concord and you took the greyhound? No, we all took the greyhound. It was uh, we would we would get together and we'd um, pack up peanut butter sandwiches and hit the greyhound and go until. <laughs> what gigs did you play? Whereabouts did you go from? What, Memphis to L.A.? Where did you go on the Greyhound? Um, the first trip was from Memphis to Phoenix, Arizona. It's 32 hours. Were you able to get the people you're sitting beside to come to the gig? Because <laughs> you had 32 hours to get to know them. No, there's lots of guys with hooks, like electronic hooks for hands and Samoan women beating their children and just craziness. Um, yeah, I don't think they, they really were interested in our music. But after 32 hours, you were ready to go. You were ready to rock in Phoenix. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Totally. A lot of hitting the road with Jay Retard, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I'm a nervous guy. I can't stand still for too long. So. And you miss your home, don't you, occasionally, right, Jay? Memphis, Tennessee? Sure, I miss my dog more than Memphis. Well, I can see that you're missing Memphis right now, so I've brought you a little gift here, Jay, for you and your band. What could this be, Jay Riotard? I don't know. Let's see. A present for Jay. Welcome to Vancouver. It is... A uh, Sun Studio sleeveless t-shirt. Yes, that's what I thought. If any band could sport the sleeveless, extra, extra large Sun shirt, it would be Jay Riotard's band, right? Yeah, Steve is uh, the sleeveless guy over here in the background, the guy standing off over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like sleeves because I have ugly armpits. Come on over, Steve. I, we gotta, is this a good present? Yeah, do you mind if I try it on? Yeah, go ahead. Is this a good present for the Riotards? It's fantastic. Actually, I've made a vow that I got this temporary tattoo that's almost gone. It's been on there for two weeks. <laughs> I'm going to wear sleeveless shirts until this is gone, just to show off the tattoo. So this is an amazing gift. Uh, specifically also, though, Sun Records, Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, birthplace of blues, home of the rock and roll. Have you had interactions at all with the Sun Records studios? Have you been by there? Have you met any of the Sun Cats? Um, I used to sleep with a girl that worked there. Did she tell you any secrets? Did you get to sleep over there? No, I didn't even get any deals on those things. They still would have cost 18 bucks. That looks amazing. Thank you. And big fan of the Sun Records label. Huge fan. <laughs> so now you guys here are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You're traveling everywhere. Like, you've also traveled to Nashville. Have you met any Nashville cats at all? Like, have any of the Nashville cats come out to see you? We're actually on tour with a band right now from Nashville called Cheap Time. And they're all from Nashville, all weird dudes. Nashville is a weird place. And we probably won't go back there anytime soon. They have some connections to be your own pet, don't they? Yes. Which I think is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's a, actually a very interesting, complicated story. It's like that, uh, Fleetwood Mac or something, those guys. <laughs> it's kind of... It's an incestuous... 
that's the Every, everyone, everyone in the South, you know, it's incestuous music scenes. Well, I guess what I was wondering about Nashville cats, too, like, when you're in Nashville, have any Nashville cats approached you, kind of like, hey, do you want to write some songs for somebody? I, I put a song in um, this movie um, called Dish Dogs. It was um, uh, a movie about skateboarding, and a guy asked me if I would be willing to put a, they, there's a scene in a, a, a Toby Keith biography, biopic, where... What an honor! Toby Keith is supposed to be walking into the wrong bar. He, he shows up in Nashville to make it. He walks into the wrong bar, and the retards are playing in the background. It didn't work out. I was kind of bummed because Shock and Y'all is an amazing record. How about it, like Waffle House and stuff? Have you spotted anybody at Waffle Houses? <sighs> Not too many people. I know Jared from this band, The Ponies, loves Waffle House. Waffle House, too. Scattered, covered, cream dreamed. Smothered. What a- smothered. <laughs> uh, yeah, last time we ate there, actually, we ate there with the band, The Ponies, and I think every person who ate food there threw up immediately I in the parking lot. Steaming hot. Uh, <laughs> pink, too. It was pink vomit, but you had just eaten a waffle. I ate nothing that was pink at Waffle House, but I vomited, and it was neon pink. But that's the sign of a great meal, isn't it? Like, you still want to go back, even though you vomited? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Maybe it was pink as the ketchup. Got to have a lot of ketchup with waffles. On tour here, you've been mentioning clothing has been a bit of a problem. Well, up until now, of course, the Sun Records muscle tee. Uh, it's a big problem. No laundry, but go to Walmart, get a pack of socks, a pack of T-shirts. Wear them until they're stained. That one looks pretty fresh. I still have the crease right here. I throw my clothes away. I'm not an eco-friendly punk rocker. I throw them away when the crease is gone. Well, speaking of punk rock, it's really great that you guys have already conquered punk rock. Conquered? You guys have conquered punk rock already. I mean, we... Yeah, we we invented the will, man. Yeah, the retards have conquered punk rock already because you have already been on the cover of... Maximum Rock and Roll, the greatest magazine ever. And I noticed this happened in December 2006, so, like, you've won. This is pretty cool, though, the cover of Maximum Rock and Roll, isn't it? Some people work their entire lives, and you can just, they they just quit after this. But not me, you know, I, I have new things to conquer, like indie rock. That's what I thought. Thank you for acknowledging that, too, because it's great. Yeah, you've got the punk rock down, now the indie rock comes on. Is that going to be a hard battle? Uh, not as hard as the metal one will be after indie rock. Oh, right. We, um, we're definitely after indie rock. Indie rock's easy. There, people are wimps in indie rock. We can conquer it, like, I think six months. It took me ten years to do this. Six months tops, indie rock, I'm gone, and we're on to metal, so. Jay, in this Maxim Rock and Roll, it mentions something about your neighborhood having crips in it. Was it that tough growing up in Memphis? Yeah, um, totally, yeah. I, I uh, definitely, I, I, I mean... You know, if you like to smoke blunts and hang out with the Crips, it's pretty easy. But, you know, otherwise, maybe it's not the place to be. What do you think about growing up in Memphis? Were you a Memphiser, too? I was a Memphiser, but I was a... Uh, my story is a little different than Jay's. I, my parents took care of me. <laughs> and they still do. Actually, every time I get home from tour, my mom uh, bakes me my favorite meal, and she does all my laundry and folds it up for me. What is your favorite meal? My mom makes this dish called Spanish Delight, which isn't Spanish, and it's not a delight. (laughs) It's uh, noodles, hamburger meat, corn, and some strange brown sauce. You call that your parents taking care of you? (laughs) Have you tried it all, Jay? Have you been invited over? Um, No, Stephen's parents fancy me, actually. It's, It's surprising. I thought they would hate me, but his parents seem to be very hospitable. Jay and the retards, here we are in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. In 
in Canada. You're friends with a Canadian band. CPC Gangbangs? Close. Another band called King... Crimson? No, King Kong and the Shrine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I interviewed King Kong from King Kong and the Shrines, and he said, Jay Retard once put Easy Off on his p- covered it in motor oil, lit a match, and then jumped in a cesspool. It's, uh, I cannot deny that. What the hell was going on there? That's incredible. Um, it was just, you know, a punk show in uh, Jackson, Mississippi in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of bored. I thought I would just kind of, you know, get the party going. Nothing like some easy off on the to uh, get things going, man. Because that was one of the most incredible punk stories I've ever heard. <laughs> I actually haven't heard it. <laughs> Thank you for verifying because King Kong, sometimes the stuff he says, I'm not quite sure. What can you say about King Kong and his shrines? They're incredible, aren't they? Yeah, they're a good band. We played with them the other night. Yeah, you did a super jam with them too, didn't you? You and Deer Hunter up on stage at the Pitchfork. Oh yeah, um, that's uh, that's our new super group of uh, Butt Flower. What happened there? Cut copy didn't show up. I didn't even see it. But you heard about the legend. I heard about it, and it sounds pretty ridiculous. What was going on, Jay? I don't know. A stagehand just ran up to me and said, we need people that can entertain people. And I said, well, that's what I do. I try to entertain people. And he grabbed some other entertainers. And we got on stage, and we played. Um, we would just call out the style of the song. Uh, we didn't have songs. We play the Bad Brain song now. So we'd play a fake Bad Brain song. Immediately after leaving the stage, I was almost arrested. Um, I got thrown against the fence by three pitchfork police um, and I had illegal substance in my pocket so I thought if this is where I go to jail for the rest of my life at pitchfork festival I'm never going to be able to conquer indie rock if this happens so they let me go oh great so you're able to conquer it now yeah, totally. and Jay who are we joined by right now this is Billy hello Billy Hi. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Oh, thank you. I was just going after some of the stuff that King Khan had said. He also had said that you have a Cucamonga tattoo. Is that true? No, the only tattoo I have is a, a, a caricature of Einstein. Here. And there it is. Yes. He's been drawing this caricature since he was a child, <laughs> and we all got it on our arms, so we all have Einsteins. It also looks like Garfield and Jerry Garcia. <laughs> people have thought it's Jerry Garcia? Um, yeah. You don't tell people it's Einstein. They don't know. It's kind of like if, if Jerry Garcia went on Garfield as a character. Yeah. I think it's great you guys are spreading the love of Garfield, spreading the love of underappreciated rock and roll. That's really what you're doing. Yeah, I'm more of a, of a Heathcliff fan myself, actually. What can you say, Jay, about this particular song that you covered, Freestone, Bummer Bitch? Um, I've always been a fan of novelty punk, so um, this happens to be my favorite novelty punk song ever. Um, I couldn't put much significance behind it except that I just really wanted to say suck my b- in a song and they had already done it. So Yeah, what can you tell the people about novelty punk and freestone? Um they're one of the best. Um Helen Keller from Seattle or another novelty punk favorite of mine as well. But I don't know too much about them except that it's they're well, they were a prog rock band and the B side's unlistenable. And you guys recorded this for what? Um the uh a retard single called uh, Teenage Hate. And for the recording process, where exactly do you record? Do you record like right in your house? Like where in your house do you record? Anywhere. Sometimes the kitchen, sometimes the dining room, sometimes the uh, the toilet room, if it doesn't stink too bad. So. What's well, going to be clean? Because you've got a lot of experience doing that, right? I was, I'm, yeah, totally. I clean toilets for a while. <laughs> when you guys are jamming, do you guys jam a lot? Never. 
Not once ever, I don't think. Are there any super riffs that Jay is hiding? No. Like, you know, the best, ri- the best riff ever that he's been working on for years, but you guys haven't been able to get into a song or anything. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Jay, is there a super riff that you've been working on? You know, you've done so many albums, so many songs and stuff like that. We've only known each other for a couple of years, so there's a couple of riffs. I just got to get closer to these dudes before I, before, before I pull them off. The master riff. But is there a master riff? Because I always think, like, people always have a riff in the back. They've been working on it for years. You haven't quite been able to use it. Have you used all the riffs, or is there, like, the master big riff ready to go? Like, the one you just love to kick out? I'm not much of a riff writer. I, I tend to... Um, Play chord based. Okay. A good chord, a good chord sequence. You're holding back. Yeah, a good chord progression. I'm holding back from these guys. Just for an update, how many records and how many songs have you put out roughly? Um, I th- twenty full links maybe, um, and maybe forty something singles. I don't know. Maybe that comes to like four hundred songs or something. Like that is incredible. Twenty full links. And how old are you? 28. 28? <laughs> so you got a bit of catching up to do then. Yeah, I have to slow down at some point. You know, so like 28, 28 full lengths. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I could get to where every year, I just have eight more and I can catch up totally. There yeah. should be no problem to do that. I don't, yeah, maybe. Well, contracts kind of get in the way of that, don't they? <laughs> Jay, you've been inspired by a lot of people. Well, Maxim Rock and Roll, of course. But what can you tell people about this particular gentleman here? Greg Cartwright and a raining sound on the cover of Razor Cake. Yeah, man. Greg's a great guy. Um, he was one of the first people to take the time out to play music with me. Um, I tricked the guys at Goner into thinking I actually had a band. I made fake names and um, a guy named Joe and a guy named Jason. Those are really generic names. So I put them on the tape and I gave them to Eric. And he's like, you guys want to play the show with this band from Japan, Gasoline? I go, yeah, totally, we'll do it. And then I called him a week later and go, uh... I lied. I don't have a band. And the posters were made. So he called Greg up and was like, will you play with this guy? And Greg drove out to uh, my mom's house and they smoked some weed and we practiced. (laughs) What are your guys' interactions with Greg Cartwright? I've never even met him. Really? No. He moved away. I I don't think I've ever actually spoken a word to him. I've seen him a lot. You've seen him in Jay, right? In in Jay, on Jay. I just mentioned Greg because it seems like he's influenced so many bands, like the Deadly Snakes from Toronto. I think he actually played with them. For the first time. Yeah, that was me. I'm responsible for him being in their band. They were so starstruck. It was Khan's first band, The Space They came through in, like, 98 through Memphis, and I introduced those guys, and... um, Wow, they really changed their sound. <laughs> but there's some other people that Jay has worked with, hasn't there been? Uh, probably. Another person that was on the cover of Razor Cake. Can you guess who that might be, Jay, on the cover of Razor Cake fanzine? Alicia Trout or Cobain? <laughs> Alicia Trout! Whoa, look at that. <laughs> I've never seen this. That's a weird... Yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, what can you say about Alicia Trout and her band and your band, The Lost Sounds? Another integral part of Jay Retard. Alicia Trout's a really talented girl. Um... I probably, not to take like a sexist kind of view, but I'm not a big fan of female vocalists. And, you know, it was, she was the one girl I'd play music with, so. I thought you weren't a big fan of synthesizers, but then you kind of bit the bullet and did the synthesizer thing with her. Yeah, she forced me into it. You know, it's kind of one of those things. You start, you start dating, and the next thing you know, you're playing a synthesizer. And thank you again for returning to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. You played with the Black Keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And before that, you guys were adventuring into the land of Toronto. Yes. <laughs> what exactly happened there, do you think? Uh, too much and too little. Just, I don't know. It was one crazy night. 
Yeah, it was just, you know, it, it was just a exciting moment. A stage invader. Yeah, it wasn't. That guy necessarily, that guy gets a bad rap, just so I can clear this up. He gets a bad rap. It wasn't him. He was just a martyr, if you will, for the entire crowd. There was other people that were, you know, doing much more terrible things like picking up monitors that weigh like 90 pounds and throwing them at Steven. So, um, like I said, we've conquered punk rock. We're on to indie rock. So And metal's next. Metal is next. So the show got cut short, and now you're going to go back to Toronto and perform a free show to make up to everybody? That's what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. So the battle continues. Toronto still has to be conquered then. Yeah, this time I'm bringing a taser into Canada. But Canada has a lot of great memories for you, too. You're on Zaxxon Records. Oh, yeah, Fred, yeah. What can you say about Zaxxon Records? They're from Canada. Canadian Connection to Jay Retard. Yeah, I can't say much about it, except I had put out like three records with the guy, and he came to equally that many uh, amounts of shows and never introduced himself. It's a little strange. The label head. Yeah, he said he was scared of me. I don't get it. But he put out all your records. Yeah. He would just like PayPal me money, and I would email him a record. So. What about the Leather Uppers? Another Canadian band, eh? They're on Ghana Records. Have you run into them at all? The Leather Uppers? I've met them just a few times. They're uh, nice dressers. Well, thanks so much, Jay. Thanks for bringing your band. And thank you, retards, for coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Anything else you want to add to the people out there at all? Um, I don't think I have anything else to add. No, no. Thanks to Leafy Green Booking. Thanks to Leafy Green Booking. <laughs> Adam Shore. Because <laughs> Leafy Green also booked No Means No from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. I'm just trying to milk out the Canadian connections. Any more Canadian connections for you guys we haven't mentioned I, at all? Um, I have a good Canadian connection. My girlfriend's uncle is Steve Shutt. No way! From the Montreal Canadiens? Yeah, yeah. How did Steve Shutt's girlfriend end up with you? MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get to meet him at, at, at her father's wedding in a, in a few weeks, and we're going to talk Rush. He's a big Rush fan. I guess he went to high school with Getty Lee and all the guys in Rush, and they made a pack their senior year of high school. They were, we're going to drop out f- high school. We're going to make it. And they all did like the, we're going to make it. And then they all did. That's incredible. So it's your girlfriend's uncle yeah. that is Steve Shutt. Yes, yeah, Steve Shutt. He lives in Alabama now. What's he doing down there? I'm retired and not playing hockey. And you know what's really amazing? To further the Canadian No Means No connection, your booking agent is, of course, Leafy Green. Yes. They handle No Means No. Yes. No Means No also perform as the Hanson Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah, the uh, the hockey, pop-punk hockey band. <laughs> so you got to book a tour with the Hanson Brothers and Jay Retard, and if Steve Shutt can come out and perform with both bands. And only if we can get the McCrackens to open it up, then it'll just be a big party. How incredible, McCrackens from Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for remembering them. Yeah. Chicken and the Egg, they're incredible, pop-punk. Well, and a dog at one point. Where did you see the McCrackens? In Europe? They were huge in Europe. I'd never seen them. I ordered their records out of them. Maximum rock and roll, $3 postage paid. And little did you know that eventually you would end up on the cover of Maximum Rock and Roll. You buy enough records out of these ads in here and they put you on the cover. Thank you for supporting the McCrackens. <laughs> Why should people care about Jay Retard? Why should people care? I don't have an answer for that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised every day that anybody cares. So... Well, thanks much, retards. And Jay, keep on rocking in the free world and do, 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 do.
and you're still listening to CITR FM 102, Cable 102, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and WFMU East Orange, WFMU Mount Hope. And it's me, Nardwarda Human Serviette, the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show, actually in Vancouver, filling in for Frank Rumbletone. And on the line right now, we have a caller. Caller, are you there? Yes, I am. Who are, <laughs> who are you? I am Jamina Pearl. Jamina Pearl, me. welcome to the Nardwarda Human Serviette radio show. Thank you. I just played Hammer, I Miss You by Jay Riotard. Very, 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 very sad in an interview before that with Jay Riotard. Did you ever play with Jay Riotard? Did you ever do I, any gigs? Yeah, I, I knew Jay. Um, yeah, my, uh, my ex-boyfriend was uh, lived with him and very, very, very close with him. And it's definitely put a dark shadow on this whole tour, for sure. We, the first day of this tour... Is when we found out about Jay, so um, it's definitely very hard, very sad. And my heart goes out to everyone who's, who's, you know, really close to him. On this tour, how do you get your mind off stuff like that? Are you going to a lot of the thrift shops, Jamina? I am so broke right now, I can't even go to thrift shops. <laughs> I wish I could. I haven't done any shopping at all on this tour. But we are, we, tomorrow we have a little bit of time in San Francisco, so I'm probably going to try to make it over to Amoeba and try to choose wisely with the money that I have and something that I can buy. It's too bad you can't do like an Amoeba in-store and then they can give you free credit. Have you done that before? Have you gone shopping? We try, for- yeah, we, we tried to make it happen this time, but they were like, oh, like we can't do it on, I guess, they were like, we could do it the day after the day we could do it, but we can't do it the day that we could do it. I don't know. There's some kind of scheduling thing. I know. I hear you get 100 bucks spending credit, so that would have been pretty cool. And we is Jamina Pearl. Who else is in Jamina Pearl? Jamina Pearl. Um, uh, John Everly, who is in Be Your Own Pet with me. He plays guitar. And then... Ben Pearson who plays bass, and then uh, and then Max Crane who plays uh, he plays he plays drums. And so, if and if anybody has any us. if anybody has any questions for Jamina, it's six zero four eight two 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 four eight seven six zero four UBC CITR, or you can use Twitter at Nardwar <laughs> N A N A R D W U A R, or you can email Nardwar at Nardwar dot com, or you can go to the WFMU message board for the Nardwar to Human Serviette Radio Show and post a question there. My first question that I have for you, Jamina, is do you still have that boogie till you puke pin on you? Yes, I do. It's on my jean jacket. I saw that you had been bragging about that pin. I mean, it looked amazing, and I was worried you might have lost it, like if it's right there. No, it's right here on my jean jacket right next to my Susie Quattro pin. I think they're keeping each other company. (laughs) Boogie till you puke. Now, speaking of fluid, you actually played with the fluid, Jamina. You played with the legendary band, The Fluid. I did. It was like it was uh it was our first show or it's like our second show kind of practice show and yeah, 
it was really fun. It was a good show. We were pretty shaky, but we were. It was. It was awesome. Because they were one of my favorite sub pop bands ever. Had you heard any of their stuff before? Did you talk to them? How did they do? How did the fluid do? The fluid were great. I mean, we definitely were not on this on their level that night for sure because they were brand new. They really put, they put on an awesome show. Um, I wasn't super familiar with the fluid. Like I knew who they were, but I, I can't say I was like a huge fluid fan or anything like that. But I, I was definitely. It was, in a, it was a fun show. Now, there's a band kind of like The Fluid, well, the same sort of name that I don't know that much about, but I think you do, The Quick. What can you tell the people about The Quick, Jamina Pearl? The Quick, one of the best bands ever. Um, I saw that they their, their album, which has been very hard to find, and I used to have a copy of it, but it was sort of like a shared copy between me and a boyfriend, and then we broke up and the boyfriend got it, but... Now it's been reissued, so everyone can find out about how awesome and amazing the Quick are. An amazing power pop band. Kim Sally managed them, and he had some kind of idea that they were going to be the equivalent, like the male Runaways or something like that. I'm not. I don't really know how the guys felt about that, but some of the best songs, very reminiscent of Sparks. Um, just a really, really amazing band. Would you consider a cover? Are you doing any covers on this tour? Would you cover The Quick? We, I have covered a Quick. With, well, we haven't done it live. It's been, we have a couple cover songs um, that we've recorded, but we just got a new drummer only two days before the tour, so it's kind of crunch time. So we haven't gotten to, we kind of tried to decide to stick to our main material rather than push it with some cover songs. But uh, we covered the song No No Girl, which is, is is a really good one, and we also have a Susie Quattro cover that that we've recorded before. But I don't know if they're going to come out or not. So, Jamina yeah. Pearl, you're coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada on Sunday with the Cribs. Now, mm-hmm. the, the last time you tried to come to Vancouver with Islands, I don't think you made it to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. No. Uh, the Canadian border is not fans of the people that are in my band. So, and every time we try to get into Canada, um, it's always a crapshoot. Or can I, can I say that? Um, it's like, you know, you never really know what's going to happen. Uh, hopefully we'll get into Canada this time. But, uh, some people have been strip searched at the border before, not me personally. So, I don't know. It's, it's not bad vibes. Risky. It's not the bad vibes of Vancouver, is it? Because there was that nylon tour that you were on with She Wants Revenge, where some things happened to the green room at the Commodore Ballroom. Do you remember that at all, Jamina Pearl? Yes. Um, well, about oh, an hour before the show, everyone in Beer and Pet came up to me and told me that they quit the band. So uh, it was kind of a hard thing to deal with when I had about an hour to get ready to go on stage. So, um, yeah, I was probably not in the best of mood for that show. And I think I said we're never coming back to Canada again, which was true because we were broken up. 
But you are coming back as Jemina Pearl this Sunday yeah. to the yeah. venue in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And we're speaking here to Jemina Pearl live on WFMU East Orange, WFMU Mount Hope, and CITR Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. If you have any questions for Jemina, 604-822-2487, 604-UBC-CITR. Email nardwar at nardwar.com, or you can also tweet her at nardwar, N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R. And we do have an email question for you, Jamina, and it's from Steve from Detroit. Steve from Detroit. What do you think his question could possibly be? Steve from Detroit, Jamina. Oh, I don't know. It could be about a fight that happened in Detroit. I'm not... Maybe, possibly. <laughs> yes, yeah, Steve says, what happened in the gig with that heckler last summer in Detroit? Steve <laughs> from Detroit. So Steve from Detroit wants to know. I guess he, I don't know, was he at the show or not? I guess it doesn't say. Well, he, there's a heckler. He's very loud. And he kept calling out um, Jonas Stein, who has his band Turbo Fruits, who the guitar player... The two guitar players at the time used to be in a band with him, and he kept calling out Turbo Fruit songs, and they were getting pretty, pretty fired up about it, and it was making them really angry, and so it was making me angry because they were angry, and so we kind of got to try to get the guy to hush up, and he wouldn't do it, and so then I lovingly poured a bottle of beer on his head, which he seemed to enjoy, and then it was kind of quiet for a while, and then he started licking cig- lit cigarettes at me and that was hurtful and didn't feel very good on my skin so I decided to give him what he was asking for a little bit of a fight and I think that's what he wanted so he got what he wanted (laughs) now some people might think that's daring Jamina but I think you've done much more daring things for instance on your brand new CD you had the gall you named a song band on the run Yes. That is very daring, Jamina. <laughs> um, I like stealing other people's band, you know, other people's song titles. I think it's funny. <laughs> what can you tell the people about Band on the Run by Jamina Pearl? Yeah. What can you tell the people about that particular song? Why is that just as good as the other song? It's just as good, if not better, I don't know, but... <laughs> Um, it's just as good. Uh, I don't know. I really like that song. I, how could I put it into words? I wrote that song when I was like moving away from Nashville, and I was kind of angry at some people. I'm not really angry at them anymore, but at the time I was, I was very angry at them. And so a lot of passion went into writing that song. And uh, I thought it'd be a good, I thought it'd be a good title. Be Your Own Pet did that once before. We named the song Stairway to Heaven as a joke. So, you know, I always always like stealing other people's band names. I mean, band titles, song titles. Sorry, I just woke up. And Jamina Pearl, live on WFMU, Mount Hope, WFMU East Orange, CITR Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Nardwater Human Survey Radio Show, filling in for Frank Rumbletone. We have a comment on the WFMU comment board, and it's from Trent, and it says, Hey, Jamina, I have this picture of your bassist playing in Be Your Own Pet so hard that his gore 
came off the base. I have a picture here. HTTP www.flickr.com photos front. Does your new bassist do this? Did the old one do that often? Um, wait, what happened to the bass? It came off? It just says, I have this pic of your bassist playing in Be Your Own Pet. He's playing so Uh hard that his gore came off on the bass. His gore came off on the bass. Oh, the gore, the blood. Nathan, yeah, Nathan's had a lot of, Nathan, he played that bass very hard. There's usually lots of blood, split fingers sometimes. He's he's a true, you know, he's a very true thriving member of like the rock and roll community he's a gift of a person i think that our our bass player he plays he plays not quite as hard as nathan he's pretty hard to beat but definitely hard he played last night on stage even though he had food poisoning so i think that he's quite a trooper committed to the rock and roll spirit when you were in Vancouver, were the virgins playing with you in Vancouver as part of that nylon trashing expedition thing that happened? Were the virgins on that tour? The virgins were on the tour, but they were not a part of the trashing that happened. And the that- trashing was really an accident. I was just angry, and I tried to break a beer bottle, and then it had, like, ricocheted off of this shower stall, this glass shower stall. And then I tried to break it again, and it ricocheted off the shower stall again. But the beer bottle broke. And so I was fine and happy, and then someone came in. They said, are you trying to break things? We're like, no, 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 we're not trying to break anything. What are you talking about? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, the shower, I guess, could like, was been barely holding it together from, like, the two beer bottle hits on it and the whole thing came tumbling down and so I just immediately got my stuff together and left the venue because I didn't want to get in trouble well I, guess, that. well I guess I was just thinking is that where you met the Virgin's drummer because isn't the Virgin's drummer in your band is the Virgin's drummer still in your band no he qu- he couldn't really quite cut it <laughs> he was kind of temporary <laughs> temporary uh, person until we now we have another drummer and Jamina Pearl, I was looking on Twitter. I was looking on Twitter, not your Twitter, but looking I on. I don't have a Twitter. I know you don't have to, but I was looking on Twitter for Jamina Pearl and see what I, you know to see what I could find. And I mm-hmm. saw a posting about you from Ed Dog Forty Three. Ed Dog Forty Three, and his posting was never seen the Casbah in San Diego so empty. Jamina <laughs> Jamina Pearl rocked out for all nine of us. <laughs> oh well we did our best you know we, we had a tough act to follow it was a mon- sunday night the blacklist played there and i'm sure they tore it down and then um which i don't know why we weren't on that show because we played a couple you know we played a show for them the other night in la which is really fun we have the same booking agent Dave Kaplan, but uh, we played on a Monday night, and, you know, I would say there were, you know, maybe closer to 15 people there, but we did our best, you know, it doesn't matter how many people are there, we, we always try to put on the best show that we possibly can. What well, does say, that's, Jamina Pearl rocked out, like rocked out, that's positive, that's positive, yeah, rocked definitely. out. Now, last night, did you play the Glass House? We played at Glass House, yeah, in Pomona. And that was with the Cribs. What was that like? Were there a lot of Smiths fans there to see Johnny Marr? How did you hook up with the Cribs and Johnny Marr? Um, I I don't know. 
we don't have the same booking agent, I don't think. Maybe the booking agent's a part of the agency group, which would make sense. Um, we, there was actually a lot of people there to see us, uh, which was really cool. Beer and Pet played Pomona so many times, and there were a lot of people who said that they had just come to see us, which was very, you know, we felt very, very flattered. Um, it's, we're playing with them again tonight playing with them in Vancouver, so I think it's a, I think it's a good tour fit. People who like the cribs seem to also maybe have liked beer and pet and are interested in checking out what I'm doing now. Now, Jamina Pearl, did any runaways come to your gigs in California? Have any runaways come to your gigs? No runaways have ever come to my gig, which is like so sad. I've, I'm, I, I like to think of myself I don't think I can say I'm the number one fan, but I say I'm like I'm pretty high up there as a Runaways fan. I have met, I did run into Carrie Chrome once on uh, the train in New York, which was really really amazing. Um, for people who might not know, Carrie Chrome started the Runaways with Kim Sally, and she co-wrote uh, most of the, a lot of the songs. So um, you just ran in, this, you ran into her on the train? Yeah, and uh, I had this. Well, I have this jean jacket that has a runaway's backpatch on it and she's like excuse me you know like what's on your jacket and for a lot of people you, i don't know you never know people are going to say you on the train or why they want to talk to you so i was like oh it's my favorite band the runaways she was like i was in that band then i kind of like scrolled like she doesn't look like lita she doesn't look like shree and then uh she was like, oh, my name's Carrie. I was like, oh, my God, you're Carrie Chrome. And then I got to hang out and talk to her for about a good 15 minutes. She is super sweet, really awesome. It was definitely the highlight, one of the highlights of being in New York was getting to run into her on the train. How about any Runaways actors? Like, the movie is out now at Sundance, the Runaways movie. Have you met any Runaways actors? No. I'm... I'm very, very excited, but also scared to see that movie. I'm very, very intrigued by it. I, I've just been watching the preview, and I was like, stalked with a like creepy old stalker dude. Because last summer, when they there was all those press photos of them in their outfits, I felt like some pervy, like 45 year old man, like checking out these like teenage girls and like behind the set. But I just wanted to see how realistic their costumes looked. But I'm definitely. I think me and me and Steve McDonald got a date to go see the Runaways movie together because I don't know. I think he might he might be a, right next to me, possibly even below me on the Runaways fan list. Who, no, who's number one? But did Motley Crue ever see "Build Your Own Pet"? Because there was some sort of connection between Jonas and Motley Crue's Vince Neil. Did Motley Crue ever see "Build Be Your Own Pet"? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Uh, I I don't think so. Yeah. Jonas's dad, um, he's a manager, and he man- he managed. I guess he still does. He still manages Vince. But uh, no, I don't. I don't. I think Jonas has met those guys. He met him them when he was like a teen, like a, in like middle school or something like that. But they never came to appear on that show. That would have been funny. And Jamina Pearl, <laughs> and we're speaking here live to Jamina Pearl on WFMU, the Nardwada Human Serviette Radio Show, WFMU CITR, Nardwada Human Serviette Radio Show. Any questions for Jamina? It's 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCITR if you want to phone in, or you can tweet at nardwar.com, N-A-R-D-W-U-A-R.com, or you can email Email nardwarnardwar.com or post on a WFMU message board. And we have a tweet for you. We have a tweet. All right. This is All right. 
This is from Bonaventure. Bonaventure says, how is Jamina's toe? It looks gross. My toe's getting better. Um, I, had, I had broken my toe, or as the doctor put it, shattered my toe right before we left for tour. Uh, a big speaker fell on top of it. And, um, yeah, it, it, it hasn't really gotten a chance to heal since I had to leave for tour right after it happened. And uh, I have to wear this stupid-looking boot to protect it every day. And I was supposed to not have to wear it anymore, but then a, a really heavy, round-based microphone stand somehow, probably my own fault, dropped on top of the big toe. So I guess that set me back a little bit. You have to blame it on DJing, don't you? You're blaming it on DJ culture. No, I didn't DJ. I, it was at a party. I was at a friend's house show party. And but it's DJ phone. culture. you got to blame it on DJ culture. You've <laughs> done all... Because you've rolled around quite a bit on stage, haven't you, Jamina? In case people are wondering, yeah. it's quite a stage show for Jamina Pearl. Like, you have go backwards. You've had no problems, and here you do one DJ gig and you get all wrecked. Well, I was, I was kind of DJing at a party. I think I was kind of, I appointed myself as the DJ. I don't really know if everyone else was happy about that or not, but I was having fun. I was like playing wipers and stuff like that. And it was really fun. And then, uh, yeah, and then there was a mishap with a speaker. I don't know. Maybe some people didn't like the music and they tried to sabotage me by by pushing the speaker on top of my foot. I don't know. <laughs> Jamina, has Peaches ever been to a Jamina Pearl show or Be Your Own Pet show? Peaches? Peaches. Peaches. I don't think so. Um, we ran into her once backstage at a, like, Reading Festival really briefly because we were label mates on XL. But uh, I don't think she's ever, I don't know, I don't know if she caught us when we played Reading or not, but we watched some of her set. It was really it was fun. The reason I mention that is she did the kind of Iggy Pop thing, and we have an email question for you from All right. Rosina from Windsor. Rosina from Windsor says, would you mind asking Jamina how the heck she recorded a song with Iggy Pop? I have Thurston and I have Thurston Moore and Kim Gordon to thank for that. They um, they have you know they're, they're kind of they're friends with Iggy and I they knew that I wanted to try to get to 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 sing with him and Thurston talked to his manager and I think Kim kind of talked to Iggy and then Iggy agreed to do it. Unfortunately, my label didn't really have enough of a budget to pay for Thurston. I mean for Iggy to come up to where we were or to pay to to go to him, which sucks, but. That's how it goes with labels. And, um, but so he did it in Miami and then mailed us the tracks. And then we got to listen to his glorious, amazing voice on our song and me and John. And it, it, it made me cry. I couldn't believe it. I still can't believe that it actually happened. It's pretty cool, too, because he has a new CD out. And I played it earlier on an Ardwarty Human Serviette radio show on CITR. It's kind of a loungy thing. Have you heard Iggy's new CD? I haven't heard it. I read a lot about it, though. I, I need to. I need to listen to it. I heard it's all. It's like kind of like French lounge music. Jamina Pearl, what is Exit In like? What is Exit In? The venue. Yes. What is that like? Exit In Ugh. for the people that are wondering. Jamina Pearl. That's, that venue sucks. <laughs> it's got bad vibes. Is it a Nashville? Is it a Nashville? It's a Nashville venue. Yes, there's an. It's a Nashville venue, 
It's just got it's got negative vibes. All the people who work there just seem they're kind of meanies to put in a radio show appropriate work. <laughs> Earlier on, I also played your brand new song "Nashville Shores," where yeah. you say, "quote something about dirty water." It's like a water park. But I was checking, and at Nashville Shores, their safety score is perfect. They have perfect water quality, and they quote check their chemicals hour on the hour. They check their chemicals hour on the hour at Nashville Shores. I don't believe Shores. that. I don't believe that. No, maybe it's gotten better. I haven't been there since I was a kid, but I, I, I wouldn't trust that. <laughs> well, I love the way they say, we check our chemicals, not the water. We check our chemicals hour on the hour, Jamina Pearl. And we're speaking here to Jamina Pearl live from, where are you right now, Jamina? I'm, I don't really, well, we're in San Francisco. I kind of just woke up, actually. I'm in the van. I have no, I think we're, it looks kind of like we're in Japantown, part of San Francisco right now. Maybe. Is this, is there, we need a recent, the hotel? Yeah, we're by our hotel. And winding um, up here, just as we finish off the interview, if anybody has any last questions, 604-822-2487, 604-UBCCITR, if you want to phone in or email nardwar at nardwar.com or tweet at nardwar.com, uh, tweet at nardwar, or go to the WFMU.org page and post something on the comments there. I talked about Nashville Shores. What about Bolton Spicy Chicken and Fish? Ah, uh, Bolton's the best, the best food ever. That's delicious. In, that's in Nashville, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in the fish, not the chicken, but the Bolton's. Have you had the fish? Yes, it's catfish. And how spicy is it? Is it as spicy as the chicken? Oh yes, you got to be prepared. A lot of people can't can't get through it. Some people. I think Nathan maybe got a couple bites in once, and it'll make you cry. But it, it it'll the burn is delicious. Well, you definitely want you want to like make sure your day's kind of cleared afterwards. So like don't don't plan too many big events because uh, it'll it'll destroy your body. But it tastes delicious. Well, speaking of crying, angry whopper. I don't understand the concept of the angry whopper. It's some sort of European thing, Jamina Pearl. No, it's an American thing. I was really into it for a while, and now the thought of it makes me want to vom. Um, <laughs> I had like, I had one, and I was like, "This is great!" It's got like spicy sauce and like jalapenos, and then like these fried onion crispy things, and it's just a mess. It just and then I had another one, and it I kind of was like I should have just left it alone at the one and had like a good memory about it because the second time I had it, it was a little bit. It, was, it, it, it didn't really make me feel so hot afterwards. Gina yeah. Paul, were you from, are you from Franklin, Tennessee? No, I'm not from Franklin, Tennessee. <laughs> Sorry I'm about Nashville. that. I'm from Nashville. I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. But it's Franklin. Paramore, Paramore's from Franklin, Tennessee. Well, that, yeah. that's what I was wondering about is a few years ago during the Warp Tour, I interviewed Paramore and I asked them about Be Your Own Pet. But I can't remember what they said. I sorry, I just I can't remember what they said. I would love to know what they said. What would have they said? I mean, this was Warp Tour 2007. What would have Paramore said about Be Your Own Pet around 2007? Did you ever meet them at all? I think they said, "Oh, I think we heard of them or something." I can't remember. I'm sorry, I can't. What would have they said? Have you ever oh, met I them? No, I never met them. Um, I used to go around when we play venues that they played. 
You have the track Aesthetic Appeal. Yeah. Now, I was wondering, who are your favorite new and old Aesthetic Peace bands? Would it be Awesome Color? Because Derek is on your record. Derek from Awesome Color is on your record, isn't Probably, he? Yeah, definitely Awesome Color. Awesome Color is awesome. Derek is such a talented guitar player. We were lucky to have him come lay down some sweet, hot riffs, some guitar solo on one of our songs. Yeah, Awesome Colors. Awesome colors, great. Tall furs are are really amazing too. And Ryan actually from Tall Furs played drums for us for a little bit just because we kind of needed a drummer. It's hard to find a drummer, man. It's the hardest part. But it's not that hard to find a photographer. Like your dad is an incredible photographer, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's 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 very he's a very talented man. He's the jack of all trades. I was trying to look at some of the photos that he'd taken on the web, and one of them, I could almost swear it was like either Creed or Disturbed. One of those type of <laughs> bands. He's got he's to make ends meet. He might have. I don't know. He's got to make ends meet. He doesn't really like, you know. I think he's kind of gotten out of a photography game a little bit. I think he just, he didn't have it in him to sort of work on projects that he didn't actually care about i don't know that's kind of how my mom is too she's a seamstress and she sort of she used to make wedding gowns and then she kind of felt like i don't know brides are crazy so she had to kind of get out of that business <laughs> well thanks so much for phoning into the nardwater human serviette radio show here jamina pearl we're just Thank leaving you for inviting me <laughs> we're leaving now new york city so uh, say goodbye to WFMU, sorry, New Jersey. Bye, WFMU. Come to my show at the Union Pool on, a, what is it, February 13th, I think. Come on out. <laughs> and before you go, Jamina Pearl, why should people care about Jamina Pearl? Why should people care? Why should people care? Because I got a true rock and roll spirit, and um, I don't know, I feel like I'm doing something that's different than what, what all the other people are doing, and trying to stay true to my heart and I like to think that we put on a really good live show so it's fun to come out and dance with us so people should people should care well uh, thanks so much Jamina Pearl keep on rocking in the free world and do, I will do do the loot do <laughs> do the what uh, Jamina do do the loot do 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 that yeah there you <laughs>
boy and girl coming